Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows and counting that we will be studying. Kate, we're back. We're back, baby. Better than ever. Guys, listen, if you follow us on our Instagram, which is Tender Loving Care Pod, we, you will see that we, um, or I filmed similar to like a hostage video. That's kind of how it came across for um, all of you to see, to kind of go over where the hell we've been, why we've been away, what we're coming back with. So we're going to go over that really briefly for you. Firstly, Kate and I both want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with us because we were pretty much out all of October. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd gone to England. We'd spoken about that. I was an emotional wreck. Let's just say that. So I couldn't bring the podcast stuff. I couldn't. Do, and I said, Kate, I just cut. Let's just take a break. And you know what? Kate, I think you'll agree. It was the best thing for the potty. It was. It was nice because we love doing this, but it is a lot of work. And we've been going nonstop since March, mm-hmm. just pumping out episodes and promo and doing all this work for it, which yep. is great. But you do need a break to kind of reset sometimes. And so it was good. And next time we will give you a heads up that we're disappearing for a month. We we didn't this time, yeah. but it's okay. We need it to happen. And you know, it is, I know some of these podcasts, and we're obviously a small podcast, soon to be very, very large, hopefully. Um, but it's just Kate and I. So we do all the social media and like three different platforms. We do the Patreon, we do the editing, and we also record no, we're up to now three episodes a week. So yeah. And we, we have work time. Yeah, and we work <laughs> it's full time. A lot, guys. So we love it, and that's why we do it. And we're so excited. But we just, we just needed that break. But we have come back bigger than ever. And I'm not talking about like the mass amount of beer and cheese I 
drank and ate in England. <laughs> I'm talking about the fact that we have a lot of shit coming up. Kate and I have one very, very special thing that we can't get into right now. And I know that sounds really annoying when people say that, but we want to just let you know, we want to say that because it's going to transform the pod. It's going to transform the pod. And Kate and I are very, very excited about it. I can't even think about it too much because I get so excited. We can't. So, yes. but, but as soon as we can say something, we will, and it's going to be fantastic. Um, yes. So we've got that going on. And before we move on to our two shit shows that we have to talk about this week is I just want to go over the schedule, guys. So on a, obviously we have this and we have our Patreon, which we will, yes, we will still be back to plugging that every episode. We have... um. What you're listening to now is our Wednesday episode where we cover the two shows from the Wheel of Shame. Then on Monday, we um, also have our um, our, our 90-day fiancé. Happily ever after. Thank you. Thank you. Happily ever after that um, we uh, that, that we release on the regular stream. And then on Tuesday, it is our Patreon members. They get another episode. And that is 90 Day Fiance, um, The Single Life. So we got a lot going on, but I want you all to know that. And as ever, you can always go to our Instagram, which has a link tree to sign up for our Patreon and everything like that. But that is the schedule and that's where we stand right now. And we're so excited to be back. We're going to get into the shows that we last left you with, which now is going back over a month. But it was The Wheel of Shame had picked two shows for us. So we're picking up with them right now. So without any further ado, Kate, why don't you give us the intro to this very <laughs> special first show? Okay, everyone. The first show back. There's a lot to discuss. There's a lot here. I'm sure all of you have seen at least one episode about this family. So the first show we're going to talk about is Kate plus eight. Talk about kid tested. John and Kate Goslin have their hands full raising twins, Kara and Madeline, not to mention their sex tuplets, Alexis, Hannah, Aiden, Colin, Leah and Joel. This uh, reality series follows the Goslins through their crowded daily routine in southeastern Pennsylvania, routines that veered, veered severely off course when the couple filed for divorce in June 2009. Right. So we're going to get straight in. We're not hesitating here. Yeah. I am going to tell you what my notes are. Now, there were six seasons of this so obviously as you know kate and i just cannot watch all of it so what we chose to do is we watch a couple of uh, the second episode of the first season and then we jump straight to the last season watch a couple of episodes there listener i want you to do a massive favor something that's part of your self-care routine and that is to fire up the tlc app and watch the first season of kate plus and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. Remember the era of early 2000, 2009, 2010, Jessica Simpson's The Newlyweds. Remember those early 2000 docu-series that were like these. You had the hot mate Mike takes when they're in a bathroom crying. You have them like in a town car, so exhausted with their Starbucks cup coffee, like breaking down to their publicist because they've just got so many book signings and they've got so many events and all the fans are waiting for them. This first season, admittedly I only watched one episode, but this first season took me back to that era 
when these docu like these these um reality shows were a mix of sometimes you'd get some interviews by people like the one-on-one interviews then you would get the mix of these early 2000 celebrity lives which were like going to fred siegel fans coming up to them and then remember they, when these kind of like reality stars just was were always pitching everything a perfume a clothes line in like kmart you know they had a book <laughs> signing they had radio interviews like it was n- pure nostalgia for me and when i tell you one of the like there were a couple of kates in this episode there was kate and then there was a woman called kate coin the senior editor of people and when I say she was a standout star, she wanted to take off the skin of Kate Goslin and wear it around the house all day. She was obsessed with her. I The opening of this, I realized the rant has started early, but this is a happy rant. Kate, so many Kates here. <laughs> Kate, this show, I watched this episode, my mouth was open it, I thought it was going to be like the typical what it became in season six. I thought it was going to be, you know, daily life on the farm. And, you know, when TLC comes in and stages all of these activities. No, 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 no. The first season was pure platinum. It was a mix uh-huh. of, okay, so she's come off this divorce and it's her on her own now. And then you get these cutaway interviews with like the senior editor of People, Kate Coyne. Then we get her like the head of security we get um who was that the the the, uh, meredith okay i'm sorry i i am so into it all right i have to fess up i read your text wrong i didn't know we were doing the first season okay i just did the last season so i'm so sorry but i have to fess up so i i I missed that part of your text. So <gasps> so yeah. you're going to have to tell me about season one of Kate Plus 8. Perfect. You know what, Kate? There's been many a time I haven't watched all these shows. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, and you're going to go and watch this afterwards. I cannot explain how good this show was. So we start off with that, right? And you see these interviews with these people. Who's the woman that is the um, co-host of the Today Show? Meredith Vieira or whatever. Right. That, that woman who was a serious journalist. Yeah she's on this show and it's part interviewing people about the massive celebrity that Kate Goslin is and then it's about her being like I'm going to a book signing and I'm doing Dancing with the Stars and I'm so tired and, and I'm a, I'm an absolute monster and everyone just doesn't understand me and they think I'm mean but everything has to be perfect okay so we start off with this woman the senior editor of People and it's like flashing like there's like all of these shows have started flashing paparazzi lights everywhere and you see kate on the red carpet and she's like posing and voiceover kate okay i just want to read this was in 2009 i believe this is the era of lady gaga coming out yeah kate coin the senior editor of people said kate goslin was the biggest celebrity to emerge in the past two years i this entire episode was as though she was the biggest celebrity on earth. Every scene, it was her, it was two other, like the, a correspondent from Entertainment Tonight, Meredith Vieira from the Today Show, and they're like, what Kate Gosler, the impact this celebrity has had on the world. I should not. I just, I knew they that show huge. was big, but they were monstrous, Kate. They, they were. were so and big. what I realized we maybe kind of, 
skipped over for anyone who, because we have so many international listeners. I don't know if everyone has seen, because I think we should just mention John and Kate plus eight is the show that came before this. And this couple had this show for 11 seasons, John and Kate plus eight, they were married for over a decade and they had all of these kids. And as we know, TLC loves a family with multiples love. And so it's the two twins. And then they had sex tuplets and they got this show when the kids were being born. Kate was a nurse. Yeah. The whole narrative was kind of like her being, she invented the Karen haircut basically. Yes. Yes. And it was John, you know, being like, and her being like, John, and it was like this kind of contentious nagging marriage, wife. Yeah. nagging wife. Okay, so that's where Pauline is picking up with Kate mm-hmm. plus eight. She got her own spinoff without John, and she is just all. I just I remember this like they were constantly, constantly in the tabloids <gasps> all the time. I have never seen anything like this show. I was I was half laughing, and part and just half intrigued, and I. I don't know where I was because apparently Kate Goslin, what the way these people were talking about was like the influence she has had on the world of celebrity. So, and then they cut, so they have these voiceovers and they cut to her like in her kitchen being like, oh yeah, um, they break the fourth wall a lot. So she's talking to like the producer and like, so Kate, you know, what do you think like about your haircut? And she's like cooking dinner for her like 800 kids. And she's like, oh, you know, I mean, even my publicist says that my hair is pretty much a celebrity now. And then she goes in to tell because she had this Karen haircut, right? So that's what she was known for. People dressing up as her as Halloween. I mean, it was huge. And this hot, this is right after her divorce. I think John, I think he was like cheating on her. And then he goes on this media rampage of like i'm a free man and of course people are paying him to do appearances at strip clubs and he's like spearmint rhino within his friction shirts and it's just a disaster and kate's all over you know star magazine of like kate's left alone with eight children what happens now and tlc was like this was one of the first shows that had the multiple kids so tlc made a fortune off them so this she's post- really blew up tlc didn't blew it up. yeah yeah, yeah. So she's breakout now on her own. We see that she has, and all it is is about, I'm just so busy. I'm just so busy. I'm really busy. Did I tell you how busy I am? I'm really, really busy. She's on day, um, stars, uh, Dancing with the Stars. That's what she's on. So we're following this. She has this Kiwi, this New Zealand um, head of security, right? Mm-hmm. Who is, got to be careful what I say here. I, I, I do have to learn about, slander a little the laws of slander a little bit more because i know i say a lot on this potty but he is pushing her to do everything so to me she was just a woman that got this reality show they broke up but she's in new york city leaving a hotel paparazzi swarming around her photographs photographs the head of security is like you know when we go to la and when we go to new york i mean we can't handle it we can't handle there's usually at least 20, 20 paparazzi following her. You know, Kate deals with it all so well. She's so amazing how she deals with so much celebrity. And then cut to the people senior editor. And she's like, this woman has become one of the biggest celebrity. I couldn't. I, I just this was a whole narrative for this entire episode. So we see the first thing she's talking about her hair. And then she goes, yeah, you know, I didn't know my hair was like such a popular thing. And then I had to do this thing with people and they decided to put extensions in. 
So they cut to this scene of her in this hotel room and she walks in. I shit you not. It was like Mariah. I know this sounds like exaggeration. You have to watch the show. I will. She walks into the hotel room and she's got a Starbucks coffee and her Karen haircut. And she's like, oh, hi guys, early day. And there's like, you know, 15 hair and makeup people in this room. And they're like, oh, Kate, hi. Oh my God, Kate, come in. Kate, what would you like? Kate, Kate, how are you? She was like, they were fawning over her and she sits down and this is her getting these extensions in. I am going to post many photographs of what happened during this time. She sat there and they start cutting the hair and putting these extensions in. They started at 9am and they finished at 1am the following day. No. And when she stands up and you see these this hair, I looked and I went, no, 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 this is... they." They haven't finished. Kate, early 2000s, thick stripe highlighter uh, extensions. It was like a shelf of hair and then just the extensions underneath. It was one of the shittiest extension jobs I have ever seen in my entire life. And they took me like 24 hours to do this. And she's like, oh, I love my hair. I love my hair. And they're like, oh, you're so amazing, Kate. Kate, you look so amazing. Kate, did I tell you how wonderful you are? Oh, my God, you're so amazing leaves the hotel, paparazzi. And then you cut to an interview with Meredith Vieira, who is a massive journalist and broadcaster talking about the influence of the show and what Kate deals with now. She's an icon for single women. I didn't know what I was watching. That I is honestly so insane. didn't know what I was watching. So we also have to mention here for people that don't know Kate, she had the reputation. We need to talk about her reputation. Yeah. Her personality is I'll sum it up like this. First of all, she is horrendous. And that's why her, her head of security is like, you know, Kate is very polarizing people. They either the person they either love her or they hate her. She is a monster. She's one of those people that, and I'll explain why. You can say it's a perfectionist, and they love using that word, but it's that she's a complete control freak. Every single second is structured to her plan. And if someone doesn't follow it, she will completely demean them, whether it's her five-year-old kid or whether it was her 35-year-old husband. And she um, is like, everything has to, she's like, everything has to be perfect. If I don't, if it's not perfect, then it's it's ruined. Everything's ruined. And so she goes, and nobody asked me for help. Uh, nobody asked to help. But the thing is, she wouldn't accept it if they did because they wouldn't do a perfect job. And she, she loves being the martyr. That. She oh, loves being the martyr. It is. And when the whole first original show started, for anyone that didn't know, she the way she treated that husband as though he was just her slave. And he was an idiot as well. But so she's just known. And in this, she starts talking about her reputation. She goes, well, you know, people think I'm just, you know, very mean, but I'm just very direct. And, I'm very, and she's got a miserable face on her constantly. She's constantly miserable. And you see her. So she's in Dancing with the Stars, right? This is a big break for her. And she's with this poor dancing partner and this dancing partner fucking hates her. You can tell. And she hates him. She's like, well, why do I do it like this? It's not perfect. Like, why? I don't know why I'm in my head and I'm not any good at this. Everything is negative, 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 negative. Anyway, so we see this is the whole, this episode is about her doing Dancing with the Stars, how exhausted she is because she's just, everyone wants her. That's what the whole theme of this was. Everyone wants her. So she goes to do this book signing and this was one of an early 2000s kind of tropes which I loved. They have the hot mic, which 
stage, meaning they have the mic on, but they don't realize it's hot. They don't realize it's on. And she's in this room going to do a book signing. And I, it was supposed to be, I love this when they do this in LA and only an LA person knows this. She was doing this book signing in LA. And so they do the B-roll of like, Rodeo Drive, Beverly Hills. And then you see the Barnes Noble and it's on Third Street in Santa Monica. It's like, those are two very, Third Street Santa Monica is beautiful, but they're so different. It's always funny when I see that. Yeah. Anyway, so she's in this room and she's talking to this security guard who is like a publicist too. It's very unusual, this guy. And yeah. he's like, he's like, listen, I don't care what your attitude is. You need to get out there because we've agreed to this. And she goes, I don't want to go out there. I, I usually have. 1500 people wanting me to sign books why am i going to go out there i don't want to go out there and do this he goes you've agreed to do this you need to get your act together and you need to go out and then they open the door and he's like oh uh, yeah yeah okay come on kate we're ready to do this so she goes to do this book signing and she just is blatantly rude to everyone she's miserable about everything and she walks out and of course they just aren't the people she wanted to be there and her face is just like turned down and miserable and then they're like we want photos so she smiles and then they interview these like three teenage girls and they're going oh yeah you know we just love her so much and our favorite kid is that one you know with the glasses oh it's so cute and you're just like who are these people so the, what was so funny is they kept talking about her time on Dancing with the Stars and they kept talking about um, her time on, it was, I don't know, it was something else on another network. But because TLC can't get the rights to show any of it, they just constantly cut away to her on red carpet events and paparazzi, paparazzi. Oh, yeah. But I noticed one thing and I'm, a, I'm sad you didn't watch it. So they're cutting away to her on the paparazzi and you see her just miserable on the red carpet, by the way. They're like, smile, and she poses. And then she's like, ugh, I, I hate the paparazzi. Like, I hate, they're so invasive. <laughs> anyway, everything. So I look behind her. She's doing an interview. Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel is in the background on one of these. And I was Wait. like, what a perfect crossover. Didn't she, was it The Apprentice or whatever? I know, I don't, I don't know. Do? Was she on The Apprentice? I don't know. Because um, I know there's, I know you were talking about that. She did some other show. Let me figure oh, it out. Bethany did that a while ago. Yeah, for Martha Stewart. That wasn't this. This was just like a discovery red carpet party thing. Okay. And it, she was just in part of the crowd. Oh. And so I Bethany. see her in the crowd, and I'm like, ah, oh, what a crossover! Bethany Frankel yes. from Real Housewives of New York. So anyway, um, it was I couldn't keep my eyes off the TV. It was un believable kate what is that face you're making what happened what i'm did on you just her Wiki- i'm on her wikipedia for reality tv she filmed a talk show pilot with paula dean paula dean kate in- you mean kate goslin did yes in september 2009 oh. by late that was just filming the pilot by late december 2009 it was announced that goslin was no longer being considered for the role having yeah. been deemed too controversial by executives and the show never and and then the show never got picked up and then she did dancing with the stars yeah and then it was rumored she was going to be on the bachelorette can you imagine oh my she hates everyone i've never seen anyone she must have been getting paid the someone earned a lot of money off her whether it was her or whether it was a publicist or whether whoever it was someone earned a lot of money in the period of 2009 to 2012 there was a lot of money that was thrown at her and it was all about her makeup oh by the way she mentions in this she was on jay leno yeah 
Jay Leno. What's, what else? It says she did um, a, an episode of Celebrity Wife Swap with Kendra Wilkinson. Oh, yeah. And Girls Next Door. See, it's that Girls era. It's so good. Reality all, TV. Yeah, it's all that. It's books. amazing. She has books. Oh, yeah. This with all the book signings. Very busy yeah, writing books. All this stuff. Wow. 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 I mean, guys, the reason it is so amazing, this episode and this first season, is because it takes you back to that early 2000s um, docu-series style, um, reality series style, and it takes you... It it just makes no sense how these people are talking about her. I have never heard this, such sycophantic rants from people over a woman that just had a bunch of kids on a TLC show. I have never... You would have thought it was like Mariah Carey, Kate... Go and watch it. It's unbelievable. I will. will. And to your point, it's like, I would understand it if she was incredibly charismatic and warm and just a great, fun person to be around. But she's so great. She's so grating. And she's just miserable is the perfect word. She's awful. So, yeah, that's I need. I'll definitely go back and watch that. I missed out. Clearly, <laughs> it sounds and way more exciting than season. it was six. because I cut to season six. And Kate, you, I'll let you take over season six. But I cut to it. and I was like, whoa, this is different. OK, oh, this was by the way. The... This was like seven years later. She was on till like 2017. Uh-huh. Yep. So so cut to season six, the last season of Kate plus eight 2017 so the oh two God. older girls are now 16 okay and then the sex tuplets are they turn 13 during yeah. this season so she's still miserable I of course the mighty have fallen I mean she they're they're just at the house the whole time doing yes. stuff and instead of stressing out about red carpets she's stressing out about throwing a Halloween party for a bunch yes. of teenagers and was... taking her kids skiing and throwing a birthday party for teenagers. And she's, from what it sounds like, just as stressed out about this as she was about I... like going to film for t- the Today Show or whatever. I don't know how this woman walks on this earth with the level of stress she's under. And it's all self-induced. It's all self-induced. Talk Absolutely. about the Halloween party. Let's talk about the Halloween party, Kate. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so she is really tightly wound about this mm. Halloween party. Everything's last minute. She's making it sound like it's going to be a complete disaster. Her her poor friend, her friend Jamie. We need to talk about Jamie. <laughs> we need to talk about Jamie. I really hope Jamie was getting paid a nice check for showing up because... Poor Jamie. She's the complete opposite of Kate. And she's the type of mom you would want to have. You know, she's relaxed and she's just, you know, she's getting it done. She's not like screaming because no one's helping her. (laughs) I would say my conclusion is Jamie was madly in love with Kate. This dynamic, ladies and gentlemen, you have Kate who is they have this Halloween party, right? It's for kids. And she has a very large house. So at least she took some. I think she was smart with some of her money. She, She has this massive large house. And she's like, I have all the food to do. I have all the costumes to make. I have all of this stuff could be done by somebody else. But because this is her character of like, if she's not under stress, she's not succeeding. Mm -hmm. That's her mentality. So she's decided to make all of the food for 50 people and hand make all of the costumes. 
anyone asking it, she's like, anyone asking to help is like, no, they can't because they're not going to do it properly. Like, they're not going to do it properly. I mean, I just have to do it. I can't believe the amount of stress. I'm going to be up all night. I'm so exhausted. This is just her on a loop. Constantly. On a loop. It goes between that and then her being like, well, you know, I'm stressed and I'm, and I'm, I'm snapping at people, but maybe I wouldn't be like this if anyone would help me. But then it goes back to that. Like, well, I have to do everything because it's just not going to get right done. Right. And it's like the poor kid, the kids, the kids so are by, terrified of her. They're terrified. By this time they are teenagers and they've learned that they just need to stay out of her way. They're like, they're getting interviewed about it. And they're like, this is just how she gets like, so toxic, they just, dude. they just have to tiptoe around her feelings and around her mood swings because yeah. they don't want to get caught in the crossfire. Yeah. There was a scene where the kids start to arrive. So all of these kids' friends, and they just go, don't don't go near her. That's what I'm saying. They're terrified of this woman. Anyway, so she's so she's doing this, we meet Jamie. Now, I, I got very obsessed with Jamie. You know I love my side characters. You know yeah. I love my side characters. So yes. Jamie comes on, and she's a regular mum. And she's just very ordinary looking. Kate, at this point, has grown her hair out. So she has long blonde hair. She's got a Botox in. She's got a filler in. So she looks she looks good. And this Jamie, I'm going to say, I've got to be careful of this whole slander thing. I suspect <laughs> that she was madly and deeply in love with Kate. And Kate knew this and is like manipulating the fuck out of her entirely. Jamie is like making all the food. She is like doing all the decorations and even has that kind of, um, I think it's Stockholm Syndrome. I think she's been with this woman so much and been tortured by her. She's now just in love with her. So she's putting these decorations up because Kate's so stressed and she can't even handle it. And she's putting that up she goes, oh, she's probably going to come out and go, oh, this is wrong or this is it. But, oh, you know, Kate. And then they get into their costumes. So it was like last minute. And Kate's dressed as a witch and there's this great scene. So she's dressed as a witch. It's not like a really slutty witch, but it's like a short dress, whatever. Then you see there's an it's her and Jamie talking and Jamie's just very wearing like a, a bat girl t-shirt and a cape, right? And very ordinary. And Kate looks at it, if you watch the scene, and she looks at her and she says, oh, I didn't realize you had a little cape on. And she turns around and Kate just looks her up and down and is like, uh-huh. oh, like, oh, you look really shit. And look at me. She is so fucked up with this jamie it is unbelievable and jamie's just like ah, ha, ha, yeah you look beautiful kate i mean mm-hmm. it's dark dude it is dark and then woman. kate and kate goes to the camera too and she's like we had a laugh about it you know because here she comes in and she's saving the day so she's a superhero and i'm the witch ha 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 and then the kids are like well we're just glad jamie was around because you know she calms mom down and makes her laugh and i'm like oh my god guys it is darkness it's this season six is different in many many reasons that the the quality of the camera everything like that but also they interview the kids now so you're stuck in that stupid it's like that tlc all the other tlc shows big big kit big little world all that stuff um so you get all the kids interviewed all the time you just find out that they're terrible uh they're terribly scarred by their upbringing and this woman and they're terrified to put a foot wrong um and so with this this Halloween party was horrendous. By the end of it, this is how dramatic she gets by the end of it. I wrote down, she's like, I'm so over this pressure. I loved this party and now I hate it. I'm over it. This sucks. So she's saying stuff like that about, <gasps> I want to repeat, a children's Halloween party. It's just, and it turned out great. great. 
The Great. kids are having so much fun. They have all these games set up. They have set up a haunted house in their old barn. It's a huge, beautiful property. They do a bonfire. It's like perfect. It's fine. It's just- this is not how we do it. We do not hang li- the Halloween lights on the day of the party, like an hour before the guests right? That's not how we do it. She's hanging by a thread at all times. It's oh. so insane. So, okay. So that's the first episode. And then the second episode... <sighs> It, I mean, there's not a ton to say. They yeah. go on a ski trip to Vermont. Oh, um, she's just, I feel like she's always just putting herself in these really stressful situations. Yes, always. And, um, you know, she tells us, well, I'm not going to ski because if I get hurt, then who's going to, she's just always oh, catastrophizing, always catastrophizing. Everything. Well, oh, well, what if I break my my legs and then who's mm-hmm. going to take care of all mm-hmm. these kids? Yeah, Keep what's going to happen? The kids are like old enough to take care of themselves, but. And then um, she's also like, well, you know, the kids, they do stuff. They're adventurous because they have all these opportunities. And when I she has an excuse for everything, she's a victim. Well, when I was little, I, you know, I didn't get all these opportunities. So I'm just not as adventurous because I'm just not used to it. And it's like, hey, hey, you've been rich and famous for what, like 15 years at this point? Yeah, for 15 years. And you're using your childhood as an excuse of why you won't put on some skis and go down a bunny hill. She, I look, this is coming from an extremely highly strung person. I'm very highly strung. I'm very manic sometimes. But even watching her was like giving me an ulcer watching her. It is constantly on the edge, constantly about to break, constantly miserable and negative. Like, just she was no wonder this was the last season because she's she just gets worse and worse and it's yeah she's doing the skiing thing because kate and i watched like three episodes of this so you see her doing the, the halloween party even the cupcake decorating i just want to i want to put something out of the way yeah, we'll go back to halloween yeah. for a little bit the, the kids are all helping they're doing the icing on the cupcakes right and you see kate watching them and it's you know it's like midnight or something and they're all still up doing these which she has enough money to go and buy. I know right. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not advocating that you should always just pay someone to do everything. But in this circumstance, if you're that stressed, pay someone to do the cupcakes. But no, everything has to be perfect. It has to be support, done at home. Support a local business or something. There you, you know? go. <laughs> so she's watching these kids do this icing and her, her stare at these poor, terrified 12 year old kids. She's like, oh, that doesn't look good. That's messy. What is that? I just, I thought they had done like 50 or something. And I thought at one point it was midnight. She was complaining. She still had to make like 10 costumes. I genuinely thought she was going to pick up the entire tray of the cupcakes, throw them in the trash and go, right, we're starting again. And I have to do everything (laughs) because none of you helped me. I was waiting for it. And it would have been outstanding. Alas, that didn't happen. I think, I think she gets like 20 minutes of sleep every night. 20 minutes just a quick shot i wake up re- already angry <laughs> yeah. she is i don't know what to say kate it was uh... bad dude it was really bad and then i'm thinking i don't know if you did any of your world-class research i did where what like she still obviously has a level of fame and um, one of the kids ended up in it in an institution yes. we're not going to go into that because i'm going to say stuff that's probably inappropriate so we'll move on from that but um i know some of the kids now have like a backlash with her they're 18 do they talk to her tell us your research okay so um yeah because the the third episode that was i thought that was an awesome birthday party by the third episode Mm -hmm. it's like camping glamping okay where's all my research okay 
So this, I do have to go into the end of the third episode. Okay. That's when this is funny, classic me being not observant. So I watched three episodes of this. It's towards the end of the third episode. They're having birthday cake. It's their uh, 13th birthday party. And Kate says something like, yeah, it's iconic. We always take a photo of them blowing out the candles. Mm -hmm. Is it a little different because Colin's missing? Yes. But we're trying not to focus on that. And it was only then that I was like, oh, wait, there's a kid missing. So I was like, whoa. And that's what started my research. And I'm like, where's Colin? Where's Colin? So he went, he ended up going to a therapeutic boarding school um i love how and- i just phrased it as an institution because i like it to sound victorian and <laughs> full of malice <laughs> yeah so she what she told people magazine because of course she's talking to people magazine about her always issues. people always people um colin has special needs that's all she said um from what i understand he has like maybe severe adhd or something and she couldn't i don't know so whatever mm, let's, so let's skip over that one yeah what well, i mean that's yeah. what he has said and what his dad has said so uh, um anyways so after leaving the program colin went to john's so john went to court and fought for custody for colin and actually got custody of hannah as well and um he ended up winning because kate and her attorney didn't even bother to show up <laughs> to court <laughs> sorry okay and she's um, a very busy woman have i not told you how busy she is kate she's she's, very very busy she's extremely busy and she has no help except for her security guard and her nanny and her friends and her her nannies and her family and her neighbors and and yeah she's no one she's She's no one no one um and so basically what happened is hannah and colin went to live with john hannah said it was because she wanted a quieter household Mm-hmm. And she always got along with her dad more anyways, mm-hmm. which I think it was her being like, I need to get away from this lady. Yeah. And um, so then the latest kind of update on the Goslins in general is um, in March 2021, Kate moved to North Carolina with the four of the the four kids, the four sex tuplets that weren't okay. with John and sold that giant home and property. Mm. Hannah and Colin are still living with John. The twins, Maddie and Kara, are in college in New York City at um, Syracuse and the other one's at Fordham. Um, and then they, this house they have in North Carolina is apparently, I love these details, one level waterfront property, four bed, five bath, private pier and boat dock, pool, hot tub. And Kate was supposed to have a spinoff, Kate plus date. And oh. there was one season in 2019. It was supposed to get renewed this year and it <gasps> never happened. So now oh. she got her freaking nursing license again and she's back no. to nursing. That's not true. No, I refuse to believe. I The biggest irony in all of this is that she was in a caring profession. Yeah. Nursing, which is, is she hates everyone. So I don't know how she was a nurse in the first place, but you telling me she went back, I, I refuse to believe it. There's some like people that there's some interview about it. She apparently is nursing again, which is probably like a, she's probably making 50, 60 K salary. And uh, I just can't imagine her going from the dizzying heights of being the biggest, cele- <laughs> the biggest celebrity in the country mm. Mm. to, and listen, I respect nursing more than anything. My mom's a nurse and it's an amazing profession. I'm just saying for this woman to be like, 
I feel like she was pretty into being a celebrity. And then to but just then kind of... complaining about how much she hated it all the time. Like, true, it just, true. she is, she, if, listen, listener, if you've been in a local hospital in North Carolina and you spotted a very, very angry nurse raging down the halls and it looked like Kate Goslin, please reach out to us at Tender Loving Care Pod. Thank you. So that's, oh, yeah, that's Kate, pretty much it. Let's get to our rating. What are we going to rate Kate plus eight? What shall we rate? Kate plus eight. Okay, so listeners, if you don't know, for your first time listener, we rate each show that we review on a scale of zero to 600. I got that figure from my 600 pound life. So it's pounds of learning. I give Kate plus eight, like 375 pounds. I'm going 520 and I'll tell you why. I'm going 520 because if you watch that first season, okay, it is so epic, Kate. Okay. I need you to go and watch it. I think and that would add pounds. Yeah. Please, it does. We're doing 520 on that one. Okay. All right, guys, um, we're going to take a quick break and then we are going to be back with the next show. So buckle up. Oh, hello. It's Pauline again, and I am slotting in here between two very important points being made to hawk some of my merch. Hooray! Okay, this will only take a minute. You are obviously a fan of the absurd if you're listening to this, so I'm sure you have a small place in your heart for the gloriously absurd Real Housewives franchise on Bravo. I've created a line of the snarkiest notebooks you will find based on the Real Housewives of New York. They are available on Etsy. Link to my store is in the show notes. Okay, I finished hawking. Back to the show. All right, we are back and we are going to go straight into our second show. So the Wheel of Shame picked the second show, which was named Big and Little. Now, straight away, knowing TLC, I think I had said, and this is going back on our last episode, I think I said to Kate that what I thought it was going to be is like a couple and one of them's big and one of them's little. But they decided to combine both those elements to create this show. And I'll read you what it's about. This, oh shit, I already fucked it up. Hang on, let me start again. (laughs) A two-part documentary follows morbidly obese little people during their long, arduous journey to lose weight. I'm wider than I am tall, says Chuck Love, who's three foot six inches tall and weighs 164 pounds at the start of the program. The aspiring radio host is profiled along with the three foot nine inch, 215 pound Ayanna Brown. Part of the problem, Brown reasons, is our height plateaus and then our weight increases. Love and Brown work with personal trainer and sports nutritionist Alison Worrell, who can sympathize with her clients. A little person herself, Worrell once struggled with her weight and has turned her life around and now competes as a bodybuilder. So, TLC, just when you think TLC can't get any lower, they just push that bar down. They shove it down lower, lower, and lower, and then they create another show. Um, I was depressed throughout this. Depressed and bored. It was a strange mixture. I was depressed... <laughs> And also very bored. <laughs> um, and my notes consisted, I shit you not, my notes consisted of writing the title of the show, underlining it, and then writing Ayanna, Chuck, and Allison, dash bodybuilder. Those are my notes for the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a I, few more. Okay. If you do, please 
Okay. Regale is with them. So um, Ay- Ayana Brown. I think it's Ayana, yeah. Ayana. Uh, okay, so she's 23. She lives in Memphis, Tennessee. She's really sweet. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like she she gets out and about. I mean, because the other guy. Out Chucky, and about. The other guy, Chuck, he pretty much uh, is like a TV guy, you know, hanging on the couch. Yeah. Kind of like me. I'm a TV guy. <laughs> um, and so she's at church and shopping mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and she we find out she has to use a CPAP machine every night when she yes. sleeps, I think since she's 10 years old. And um, so her story is that she went to nursing school, but she ended up dropping out when she felt like she wouldn't be able to perform the job um, mm. due to her size. And mm-hmm. she takes care of her niece a lot, who's a little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she so that's her. And then I'll go over Chuck and then we'll kind of talk about Allison and the transformation. So um, and then Chuck. So Chuck is a little older. He's like 31, 32. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in New Jersey radio guy um and he lives with his dad um and that's really all we know about him he watches tv lives with his dad new jersey radio radio because he wants to be a dj right that's what he wants to be yeah and and we find out later he has a talk with his dad about this he worked at a radio station and was often the butt of the joke you know how these (gasps) like you know these like shock jock shock like, jocks yeah guys um i think that was kind of the scenario because they showed all these photos of how they would like have him dress up as a leprechaun and have him dress up as this okay. and that and his dad okay. his dad told him like if you're going to go back into this profession i don't want it to be he's like sorry for saying this but like the freak show or whatever yeah. he's like i don't want these guys to be just making you the butt of the every single joke that they say sure. on the radio sure. and and the dad's crying yes yeah, so that was a touching moment mm. um mm. so then they then we're introduced to allison yeah um so she's super fit she she got in shape herself she said she was about 40 pounds overweight and decided to change her life she yep. got really into bodybuilding lifting weights cardio um and so she she has made it now her life mission to help other little people get into shape yeah she she has has her shit tight you should see her she's doing bikini competitions tamra judge from real housewives of orange county has nothing on allison allison and her bikini contest she was amazing she She comes in she doesn't take any shit from them no and you basically see the judge i don't know how honestly kate and i found this on whatever app we scour the internet to find some of these obscure shows and we found this and there was only uh three episodes or whatever so we watched them all of one season but i know there are other people profiled mm. um but essentially it's i don't know if the other ones i think it is the other kind of i think it's the same for all of those allison comes in says listen we need to change our life she gives therapy sessions she works out she finds out how morbidly obese they are and then she uh fixes them that's kind of basically it. Yeah, the big like shock thing was they I thought that was in that was the most interesting part for me. They measured Mm. their body fat by having this like traveling Mm. like business magician. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like this woman with a trailer that has like a tub of it's like a tub of water and they have to submerge themselves and then it's like beep boop beep boop and like out comes this paper and it's like you're fifty percent body fat. And I don't know how it all worked, but 
Um, yeah. So Chuck ends up getting into pretty good shape and does. they, they both do good. a good job and And Ayana ends up with a lovely boyfriend Mm -hmm. and it was very, it was nice to see then, but did I fast forward the majority of this? Absolutely. Did everything happen that we expected? Absolutely. It was, yeah, it was really depressing. It was somewhat depressing. I say depressing because these people were sad at the beginning. So that makes you sad as a viewer watching it. Um, Alison brought it up a little bit when she came in. But it's you get so bored with these tropes of these reality shows. It's the same shit in right. every episode. We knew what was going to happen, and we didn't get any feedback. Maybe there are episodes where you get li- like assholes, like absolute assholes. <laughs> that would be great. That's what I want in reality TV: conflict, conflict, conflict. Come on, we know what works. I feel but- we've we've watched more depressing stuff than this one. I feel oh yeah, like. <laughs> the Wheel of Shame has a lot more depressing stuff. Maybe it's because I'm on a, you know, I had this hiatus. We had a whole month off where I was out of the world of TLC, and then when you get plunged like they were plunged by the traveling magician into that pool of water you everything changes again you go whoa i forgot how bad this was yes so yes my, my soul was pure and now it's been corrupted a little bit coming back into tlc but Welcome you know back. yeah thank you thank you kate what would you give it as a rating out of 600 pounds uh i gave this 200 okay which is kind okay. of high i'm realizing now <laughs> slow realization oh that's quite a high yeah I mean, it's a uh, a hundred i'll just give yeah. it a throw it out i'll just give it a hundred it, it's what it was it's i'm yeah. sure there weren't many episodes of that um so that's it guys i know that one was a bit brief but kate plus eight took up a lot of time um so those are our two shows now we do our favorite part and i've missed kate i have missed this i know like a limb i have <laughs> missed this part of the show because listener this is when we go over to the wheel of shame okay okay i've kind of even forgotten what's on here what we're hoping for i'm like i mean oh of course first one looking out alaskan women looking, women for, looking love, for love of course. and addicted to marriage that's another one kate oh, yeah. i would love that i would love that um anything you can remember that you that you would like Oh, it's uh, it's so hard to remember. But I think what I would like is um, something relationship focused, even though You're we are right. watching a lot of 90 Day, but we are watching so much 90 Day. I mean, I'm looking at this right now, Kate, and you know how I did a clear up of it before and I added some in. I think I need to do another clear up because look, Big and Little still on here. Let's get rid of that. And then I also have um, I have all the 90 Day, but did we decide we're taking them off because we're doing that individually? Oh, or not? yeah uh i don't know i'll leave but just 90 day fiance on the because classic. that's it yeah, yeah 90 so we've got you know brides on a budget tell me we did that yeah we did that okay good i'm getting rid of this see i, I feel like i deleted some sorry listener um i should be on this we've got you know family by the ton high school mums we've done that right yep shit this is on her okay um and then we've got other, we've got a lot of these half dozen, these still, still, we have the families with a ton of kids. There's quite a few on here. Love off the grid. You're excited about I'm, that one, Kate. I, yeah, that's a good one. 
Okay. So you know what? Let's just get on to it. We're going to spin this, guys. We are going to see what the Wheel of Shame delivers us after our hiatus. It's going to give us a beauty. We're going to count this down. Three, two, two one. Nine. Spin. Go. We've, I mean, I'm looking at what we have. What's it going to be? Oh! <laughs> hey. Remember the little note, actually very well-known show that I said is going to, I'm looking forward to because it's going to spring us back into the early 2000s, which you know is my favorite time period for reality shows. Based in LA. I don't know. What is it? LA Inc. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with this. I'm good with this. So guys, we are going to see LA Inc. We are, uh, Kate and I are really going to have to decide on, um, seasons because there was she did it for years so it's Kat Von D and it's in her shop in Hollywood obviously we'll do the first season obviously we'll do some of the first season because that's like necessity and she's back in she's in LA and it's when she's like super you know she's got a really she's smoking she's you know Jack and she's just like so quiet she's like a lot dude and she has like 15 boyfriends half of them are like anti-semitic like it's just she goes she really there's a lot going on with her. Every season she has a new boyfriend. Every season she's in love with them. Every season she gets everything tattooed of them. And then she always breaks up with them. She's I think a hot mess. Four seasons, I think. No. Right? That's all I'm seeing. Maybe that's what's available. I swear that was on for years. Or maybe it just felt like years to me. LA Inc. Because they had the whole season when she's with that Jesse James. I go by boyfriends because there were so many. She's with um well, there's other... Ink Master, fourteen that's, seasons. Yeah, that's... New York Ink, Miami Ink. There's all these uh, different cities. Okay, inks. so LA Ink was a lot. Oh, less. you're right. Seven. No, yeah. you're right. Seven. Yeah, okay. I, I I saw the wrong thing. It's seven seasons. All right, guys, we got our first one. We're going to do LA Ink. So we, Kate and I are probably going to float around the first season a little bit and then go to the end because we like to compare and contrast. So when we have a lot of seasons, we like to do a couple sprinkle from the first sprinkle from the last so we got our first for next week which is la inc okay we're moving on to our next one you ready i'm ready three two one spin that Yay! wheel oh, i can't do any more little people either that's sorry that's another one i can't do either okay uh good this is a classic this is one of the most famous on tlc my strange addiction <gasps> yeah this is gonna be good this is gonna be good my strange edition okay so we have my strange addiction and we have la inc now with my strange addiction i know there is one particular episode where it's about a man named cat i remember all of this because me and my friend katie were obsessed with it where he's in love with his love doll it's amazing Mm -hmm. so also i want to add here as well guys we had one of our fabulous fans write to us and say that they wanted to suggest certain episodes for shows they like if you're listening to this on wednesday and you're a fan of ellie inc or you're a fan of my strange addiction and you think guys you have to cover that particular episode because it's so bananas send us get in touch with us dm us on our instagram tender loving care pod because we want to know uh which ones are really really good ones because kate have uh, kate and i have a lot to choose from so please get in touch and and let us know that'd be really helpful yes there we want to see the best of the best the strangest of the strange always that's what we're here for so guys we are going to wrap this up we have our shows for next week um we are very very excited about it all um 
social media that we need to plug instagram and tiktok tender loving care pod twitter tlc poddy it's gonna be some changes this is another thing there's gonna be a wee bit of changes with our social media we're doing a little bit of a rebrand don't worry you'll still get the same shit talking from us but we're just refreshing everything we're back from our holiday we're refreshing for the end of the year going into the new year so stay tuned there's gonna be a lot of exciting stuff but Mm -hmm. for now you can always email us as well at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com patreon everything like that is all on our instagram uh link tree as well so please go ahead and follow us email us some suggestions anything you would like to see or hear from the both of us kate anything that you would like to plugity plug 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 i will quickly plug my fun etsy account i have um kate marie art co um lots of fun merch on there lately Mm -hmm. been working on a lot of um drag race type of things i watch a lot of drag race and that's what i've been inspired by i'm trying to get my thousand pound sisters coloring book posted soon um yeah i'm kind of putting the finishing touches on that so that would be a really great thing to print out and give someone Mm -hmm. um so yeah check that out kate marie art co on etsy and instagram i'd also like to request that you rate us five stars on whatever app you're on that's really helpful and um super quick to do so thank you for listening yeah that's actually a really point check out our show notes guys because we have just rate us review us whatever um it really really helps and tell somebody about it and i'm going to plug my etsy as well a brit in the sun a b-r-i-t in the sun that's the same as my instagram handle i have many many items on there it's merch pop culture a lot of it based around bravo i had a ton of stuff that was at BravoCon recently um so go and check out photos of people with sir andy cohen wearing the shirt i designed um and a ton of stuff for christmas so very specific bravo things and pop culture merch for christmas tree ornaments blankets hoodies t-shirt all a load of stuff ugly sweaters you know when your annoying friend is like we're gonna do an ugly sweater party and you're like oh for god's sake well i have something that's actually um (laughs) fun and cool and you're not gonna look like a moron so go to my shop and check it out a brit in the sun all right that's it. We're back. We're refreshed. We're better than other. We have so much coming for you. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We have LA Inc. and we have My Strange Addiction next week. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.